Welcome back to Black Oak House Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of The Flash. Zoom, zoom. This is episode four of season seven called Central City Strong. This episode was written the teleplay because I got to I got to make sure I got this right. The story was by Kristen Kim. The teleplay was by Joshua V. Gilbert and Jeff Hirsch. This episode was directed, get this, by Jeff Bird, former pitcher of the Toronto Blue Jays. Let's get it. Now we know we're not all successful at crossing different types of, you know, skill sets. Michael Jordan's great at basketball, not so great at baseball. But I will say I am hella impressed because I gave this episode a 10 out of 10. I loved it start to finish. Even the lines where I'd be like, oh, that's so cheesy. I didn't care. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode. A nice start to the official season seven of The Flash. We had some twists. We had some turns. We had a lot of heart, some humor. Everything just flowed so naturally. And while it wasn't action heavy, it moved around so much naturally that it felt as if it was continuously moving. And that's what I love to see out of these episodes. It's actually something that Eric does particularly well uh, when he is, and I'm not just giving credit to Eric, but he as the showrunner. And since he has been stepping into that role since season six, I noticed that because it's been a pet peeve of mine in the last four seasons or five seasons before that that everything felt so stale you never saw the city it was always just these two or three set pieces that usually five or six people needed to be crammed into at one point and it didn't gel right even when we had most of team flash in the room including iris they had their own little stations now that it felt more natural flowing more organic and i really love that he brings that energy and that attention to detail to the world that he wants to build out for the flash we also bring back a familiar villain however i'm i was always meh on abracadabra i could take him or leave him and i think they really left the character on a rather compelling performance him and grant did an outstanding job in the scene that they had together iris was hitting all of the points that she needed to hit in this episode ending it phenomenally so just a round of applause really for everyone uh, that brought their a-game to this episode we started with iris coming home looking fun Babe greets her with candles and dinner. Not the first romantic gesture Barry has been doing. He had her crepes this morning. I've never had a crepe a day in my life. I don't think I want anything that type of fluffy in the morning. I'm not a breakfast person anyway, so that probably sums it up. Like me and coffee are great for about two to three hours. But I'm pretty sure he got them from Paris. And then he took her to maui yesterday the way he was leaning on that table he's like girl i'm trying to get you pregnant their shining looks of adoration have certainly been missed as they practically glow around each other 
Sasha put out a tweet that said no one does chemistry better than Grant and Candace and that is absolutely true they really do just have a very natural grace with each other she calls him the most romantic husband ever which he is and then they both get an alert on their phones that the earthquake is not a big deal it's just you know some seismic shift we're not going to worry about you know all of those glowing different lightnings in the sky you know that's just the weather it'll it'll pass we open the speed force no problem we don't have to ask questions we're just gonna it looks pretty people will enjoy looking at it it comes it goes didn't really seem like it went anywhere but you get my point and i did love the line usually we have to kiss to make the ground shake like girl that's not all about to shake tonight Mm-mm. just shake that ass bitch and let me see what you got just shake that ass bitch and let me see what you got we need to talk about the elephant in the room y'all know the elephant in the room okay i've been watching the flash for seven years eight maybe you know because it seems like there's some time some time jumps we can say about eight years of of my life you know and i'm just gonna put this out there grant ain't never been looking this fucking fine so who the hell is behind the camera keep putting these long ass lingering shots on his biceps and shit he over there just looking like i understand that you needed to glow up because you put life in the world your speed your seed has spread okay and now you feeling all invincible and shit and now you packing up whatever you trying to tell me i don't have many i don't have any availability on my seasonal bay list okay the spring calendar is already full i'm gonna need you to stop looking so fucking sexy because it's distracting and i have not i feel attacked i feel attacked i have not seen you in this light before and all this four episodes i'm just like god damn that boy look good each time i feel attacked that i was not expecting because i never said that grant was ugly i was like he all right but now i'm like oh you gonna try to jump into my dreams and i don't you know i have enough in the orgy i don't need any additional i don't have any more holes to put anyone else okay central city strong is the i guess slogan of the episode i'm cool with it they got sweatshirts and everything they are all downtown doing some volunteer work chester allegra cisco they all helping building rapport in a community there's even a news crew and i'm feeling all of the black extras with speaking lines that we doing i see you eric i see you we got argus members they black we got news camera women she got a whole ass show what did she call it the ariel atkins hour all right now i see you by the end of this episode i'm thinking that uh iris about to come uh, become the new oprah she gonna have her own show i'm here for it flash shows up to do the interview and i like that too because he admits that he let the city down 
but we'll make it up to them they're going to be rebuilding houses and homes for the community and i love that he plays it very shy but also knowing he has a responsibility he's not talking with that barometer thing to address the public and he's thanked for his service and it's good to see that type of interaction between him and the public cecile and joe are inspired by barry's words we don't usually deal with the fallout of metahuman attacks so this was a nice slower pace to what happened the last week chester with his new haircut obama say what it do who's working with cisco who didn't know that they did volunteer work court industries does as well i guess that's a reference to something i don't know this is the only cw show besides charmed i watch i'm not interested in the other expansive universe because each show sucks they tried to make an arrow reference in this episode i'm like nice try still not interested but i guess it's to build out the world so i will allow it i'm just like yeah that reference is lost on me though i know it was a reference because they make sure to say it in a particular manner he starts asking for nails and he should have been specific because he's like we got all the nails caitlin comes over to ask for some coffee so cisco and runkadelic decide to go to jitters caitlin tells allegra she's been exhausted and has had a headache since the fight with eva and it's brought up that killer frost still has a warrant out for her arrest so either this is a redemptive frost arc or a killer frost reemergence arc i'm not sure but i think by the end of the episode i might have my answer to a whole different uh scenario in mind we'll get there but that's still a possibility allegra is avoiding iris as she has to give her feedback on her article camilla is away taking photos of the damage all over the city so she has to deliver the news herself and also the actress playing camilla sucks so nobody wants to see her actually trying to use some acting skills i'm sorry i said it nobody liked her i mean she was not bad for cisco's girlfriend but we don't need you to be an actual part of anything at the citizen iris remarks viewership is down 73 percent and they are in a financial hole due to her Mariverse counterpart so she hopes her Mariverse expose biographical will help Allegra starts by saying it was well written and she's like okay it sounds like you're holding back you want answers i want the truth you can't handle the truth okay you asked for it this is shit this is horrible most of this shit been covered already did you even fact check you're missing your experiences from this article and i don't understand why you are the one that was stuck there the longest and you knew eva and you let her ass go we ain't gonna talk about that last part but iris says that she is a reporter not the story but allegra tells her in this case she is both but she was also not the only one affected and she owes it to her viewers to confront her trauma to talk about her trauma because she was also held captive as a writer myself i appreciated all of this scene one don't tiptoe around my shit when i'm writing it i gotta put my name out there and <laughs> if it is terrible i need to be told in this manner directly and with actual specifics i laughed my ass off when she actually circled in red because you know red ink or red marker in this case is exactly how you rip someone's paper apart 
and with great effect she circled we could not reach the flash for comment with allegra being really nigga oh i was laughing so freaking hard so freaking hard she's like oh you could not tell your husband like i know who your husband is <laughs> you couldn't ask him for anything to say you couldn't get a comment that's the one thing that's the best advantage of any other paper is you can get a fucking comment <laughs> oh that was so funny them nails though candace are clutch with that coat you knew what you was doing that day those are so pretty i want a shirt that i can make nails that color i'm looking online and i'm not very successful thus far so why don't you just go ahead and send me the jacket abracadabra showed up with a leather coat that michael jackson would certainly envy with all them zippers on it and a wand and kills a volunteer with some cards and he was just trying to do some good in the world and then shrinks a shed next day at the crime scene cisco and chester investigate it's very cute chester says but it's also heavy weighing two tons which equal 20 baby elephants that are also really cute barry shows up sad face and much he has a bit of a um what what, what do we want to call him this episode he had a mean about him that was very it was barry but it was very like 3.0 right he had a, a mature a little he got some some uh growth behind him i guess i want to keep saying mature but you know what i mean like he's he's settling into who he is what he owes what he's supposed to do he's not asking everyone for help all the time i love that in this episode that he's like here's my feelings i need to go off and be alone for a minute and then he talks to his wife and then all is right with the world and he gets the answer himself i like this portrayal of the man he's not a boy anymore and he's been through enough where he should be acting the way in which he's acting in this episode and how he really has been acting all season i like the man of the people barry cisco assures him that they got this barry remarks that i'm not gonna let anything tear this city down again joe asks what they got energy that is consistent with the future which geeks out new ccpd intern chester who thinks it may be a tardis or a time capsule barry's the only one not kind of stoked to be dealing with the time traveler who they quickly identify as abracadabra cisco connects him to the quakes which i'm not sure is correct seeing what we saw at the end of this episode with the same seismic activity did i say the word right i forgot that abracadabra was from the 64th century so he knows things from the future and kind of like the last time he stopped through town he starts dropping hints joe points out that this riddle of a crime is a vicious escalation to the last time we met him iris goes to a mariverse support group and listens to survivors she hears words that haunt her about her own experience watching someone else take over her life she attempts to do an interview with the it looks like the two people that head up husband and wife that head up the support group but then they notice that she's upset and realize she's an abductee herself but she continues to say that she is fine 
before deciding to reschedule and leave the room rather clearly not fine cisco has the best interactions as expected with chester and they consider star wars ranking and i love that they talk to each other in the voices before they can go get more coffee which cisco where was you putting that nut because it was nowhere near your mouth you just like toss it up behind you <laughs> they spot the temporal signature downtown and know where abra will be next flash and mecca vibe okay 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 cisco said i know he just didn't name me and the way he said it with all that tood is like yeah cisco's not caucasian <laughs> he himself has melanin he's like i know you didn't just name me like motherfucker you crazy they show up to stop him asking what's up with the toys what you doing bruh he fools them putting cuffs on barry and knocking out cisco before frost shows up to freeze his wand before he was arrested he told barry about the wrath of crocahan excuse me what the eh? that name does not at all sound familiar Abra is taken away Hannibal Lecter style in the back of an Argus truck. And when Cisco trashes the Glory Hounds, do you want to argue over credit? Yes. It's like, no, I actually just want to know what they're going to do. Barry says, I got to go romance my wife since this crime is taken care of. Leaving Cisco to ask a guy <laughs> that is not going to give him any information. He doesn't even know what he's talking about. Like, oh, don't ask me if I'm a hologram because I cannot confirm or deny that. Cisco is then joined by Frost, who stole some tech off a of guard or off of Abra, though there are others around, other guards, that is. Once again, we get the mention of secrecy due to the warrant. Frost says, before you geek out, can I ask you a favor? she wants him to run some scans which he does back at star labs because she thinks that something is up but cisco tells her she's absolutely fine and if caitlin says it's a headache then it's probably a headache i'm gonna go nerd out with my new best friend chester over abra's cuff shocker but not really abra wanted to get caught so he can get into the doors of argus he takes down the guard and goes into a locked room iris is staring at a blank word document when barry tells her that they're going to monaco because he rented them a villa because it's time they really truly enjoy thorn's blood money it's put to use properly with these romantic vacays she's kind of like ah, i really don't want to feel like going you know we just went somewhere yesterday we've been trotting the globe all week and while that is fun you know I got deadlines and you didn't grab all our bags and stuff for two minutes. <laughs> Barry is like, okay, I'm just trying to make it up to you, seeing as, you know, I had sex with someone else for three months and we'll get back to that. And then seeing his dejection, she decides, oh, let's go because I don't want to focus on my own trauma. But then they hear that Abra is loose in Argus and his I don't want to go face was precious. And then he took that anger out straight on Abra real quick. We tired of playing with your ass, nigga. Today your ass is gonna die, bitch. Say goodnight, motherfucker. Abra explains that he took his advice after putting him in a vise. 
that he cannot get out of because if he struggles more it'll only get tighter he said he found hope and then he lost everything thanks to him and the tears in his eyes definitely spoke of losing someone as he creates a spear and disappears telling barry he's gonna make central city disappear barry gets back to star labs and grant who told you to put your hair like that sir my mind's telling me no but my body my body's telling me yes cisco and chester are tracking the energy signature of abra however he's bouncing all over the place teleporting cisco figures out he's creating an anti-matter bomb which is not great because it's the most powerful thing in the universe and can take out an entire planet if not a whole dimension i don't even know i was with allegra like wait a minute hold on are we talking about having a crisis part two and then cisco's like no thank the sequel gods it's just the size of a baseball but it's enough to destroy the city it's already charged at 47 percent with barry wondering why now the bad news keeps piling up as there's no way to track his random teleporting and the bomb is made of valerium thus unable to phase through and disarm it barry is pissed that he got tricked once again by his enemy with the team unable to console him iris drops by and he admits he's struggling with everything and that he should have figured out the imposter wasn't her and the way he can't even look at her when he apologizes i feel bad for him because i know he has to feel bad like i cheated but i didn't cheat but at the same time i feel like i cheated and you was watching the whole time and yeah i could see that wearing on him iris was watching knowing exactly who's the bitch she wanted to kill first we gonna fuck then we gonna fall then we let it pop don't let it go what? x gon' give it to ya he gon' give it to ya x gon' give it to ya he gon' give it to ya he says i know flowers and trips are not gonna make up for everything however he wants to continue to try to do it because he feels like he has to or he wants to iris tells him look you've got me i'm never gonna leave something always brings me back to you it never takes too long but more importantly and something she really wants him to hear something terrible happened to him not because of him and the trauma can linger she tells him you were emotionally manipulated by your heart and someone did that to you using the one thing or the one person that you trusted the most which is me and you can't run from it you gotta face it you see these words kind of hit her as well and he says every time i think i couldn't love you more and finally barry figures out and understands what abra's motives are with the rest of the team cisco and chester have figured out what's in the cuff a memory restorer and you get all your memories before crisis cisco designed this beautiful tech in the future except it's gonna take time to sift through it but barry has his groove back and says leave it to me when abra stops barry admits that he can't stop him and won't try as this is their only shot empathy he knows he's lost all that he's ever loved because he told you twice 21st century intellect meets 64th century intellect 
apparently destruction being the catalyst for change is big in the future which is rather apropos sadly in the present he tells him he had memories of a time he had a family and he was having dreams of these and he didn't know why so he investigated because he didn't recall being so very happy barry thinks that his mind had expanded or something i don't even know what i just know he was shut down very quickly <laughs> my arrow was like uh yeah i'm gonna need you to be smarter no it's actually neural displacement which happens when speedsters disrupt time he went to the flash museum he tells barry he is obsessed with the future not now but he will be explain to me explain to me he says he found cisco's device broken which he called pedestrian and fixed it easily it's like this guy sucks and that gave him his memories or restored them they were erased from the time since flash didn't vanish in crisis so his family never existed he wiped his family from time oh man not again i will say when i went back to star labs and everyone was like yep 90 seconds into death for everyone that was kind of boss ass team moves because they're like this is not the first time death has come for central city or us so she i guess we ain't even gonna try to say goodbyes either it's gonna happen or we did but we have faith in barry barry yelling i'm a scientist too i was like bitch yes you are yes you are let's see more of them skills in the future remember you said that telling him he lost someone like a brother to him in crisis and doing this won't change a thing like he thinks he knows Kelly Barry won't work and that he's already tried to go back pre-crisis but can't since apparently the multiverse really is gone question mark question mark question mark and then all the tears started coming in this moment and I was like stop it I'm not I was not prepared to get emotional right now and he tells him he's not gonna run a calculation where he gets them back which is sad seeing the family on the projection because that's what he's trying to do he's just be trying to get these people back and he thinks that maybe destroying central city will somehow change the timeline and then he says how would they feel knowing you annihilated a whole city in their name hurting people won't take away your suffering you have to face the trauma you are now about to witness the strength of street knowledge and iris was like damn i give advice so good i should probably listen to it <laughs> he disarms the bomb abracadabra crying realizing with his enemy too crying with your enemy y'all sharing pain right now this is kind of deep and i liked it uh did not need the whole allegra and and chester talking about he has a big we all saw it happen we don't need you to tell us we witnessed it he tells flash his son's name was luca and his wife's name was amelia and he asked what was your friend's name he said oliver and he says i'm philippe barry tells him there's hope and light still to be found hopefully on this world and after you're arrested for the double homicide that you committed and philippe asks why he's supporting him he's considering that they're enemies in the future and barry replies so next time we meet maybe we won't be and he says fair enough before they can shake hands the ground shakes and Holy shit, it's a dinosaur. barry gets knocked the fuck back against that car so abra steps in to take him out or it out with the bomb but 
this thing crushes it then consumes it considering how effing strong this thing is and there's you know a whole bunch of lightning going on in the sky i'm guessing this is going to have to do with the strength force but i i'm going to look to sasha to tell me more because i don't recall this only thing i ever really remember is the grad story to be quite frank with the force quest i know what force quest is which is a whole bunch of battling so yeah i'm really down for mortal kombat flash now philippe says i got this flash before promptly being murdered Well, at least now he gonna join them in heaven. He conveniently skipped jail and did his last stand doing good. And now he gonna be cast up with the angels. Barry throws his most angry lightning bolt. But my man's or girl's or it said. You gonna learn today. And this is what I mean, Barry. You gotta, you gotta up your skill set, bruh. You be throwing lightning bolts and phasing. You got to get versatile in your portfolio. He is then picked up and shaken, then crushed. First he's shaking like a rag doll. Then he's crushed. Uh, then there's a sound that makes the thing drop, Barry, and then it runs away. Back at Star Labs, everyone's a little sad about Philippe since we just made friends with him. Barry gonna say, it's not right that he died. And I'm like, what about Jerry and Timmy's family, Barry? You gotta think about the people he killed. It ain't wrong. Someone, I don't even know, asked, what was that thing? And Cecile gonna say, maybe death itself? What you just said is one of the most insanely idiotic things I have ever heard. At no point in your rambling, incoherent response were you even close to anything that could be considered a rational thought. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. I don't know what's more ridiculous, that statement or the fact that she got meta clients chester asks how are we gonna deal with this and he says we're gonna face the new threat head on like we always do iris then promotes allegra to staff writer as she told her what she needed to hear barry says you're amazing he tells her that she helped him get through to philippe and wants to eat frozen pizza on the couch which she agrees to but she's also not telling him about her trauma which i hope is twofold which means we'll have more to explore exactly what her trauma is and her dealing with that but also while barry certainly supports iris and cares about her and she definitely supports him as a black woman we do tend to hold trauma to ourselves us queens not half us are very emotionally self-reliant and it's not uh instinctual for us to lean even when we should or can so this is an interesting arc for iris at the support group with allegra and only allegra in the audience 
Iris and Mitch, he went to the same lonely, terrifying place that everyone else did, but she was there for three months. God damn! You know you said something that is absolutely horrifying when everyone in the room is like, oh shit, what? She admits that she's angry and she feels sorry for herself and she hates it, but she needs to feel what she is feeling so that she can front it and what happened to them and to her was not right you are not alone in feeling angry and exhausted by your emotions that's made me feel like we weren't talking about the mirrorverse but 2020 in general and being black there is so much beauty in this life she says uh from her dad but there is also pain that you have to look for the beauty not only in life but within each other and it will take some time she commits to doing it with them is that desiree you gotta be good you gotta be bad you gotta be strong that's not the words but you know what i mean she had one of my favorite songs kissing you and that uh movie romeo and juliet with claire danes and uh what's his name what is his name y'all know his name oh leonardo dicaprio there he goes uh yeah that movie did not deserve that song because that song was bomb ass and then beyonce tried to redo it and i was like no sis leave that alone you can't uh-uh that emotion in that song mm-mm. you ain't even have it in your life right then not when you was doing that damn cover i don't know what was going on in her life but shit i was <laughs> allegra is impressed with boss and iris says that we need to do something bigger or reach more people i don't know it feels like she's gonna host her own talk show or she's gonna go out in the field and be a reporter because we know newspapers are dead let's face facts she might start her own youtube channel i don't know but i'm here for it because nobody want to see you writing all day i would love to see you acting and on video and it's relevant for the times there are more people who are subscribed to the news on facebook which is horrible because it's not true news <laughs> but you know what i mean people follow the tweets they they follow things they get their news in tiny fragments no one actually newspapers are sadly a dying breed still impressed with the ones we have but reaching a bigger audience certainly her going in a different direction and the company's already in the hole so we gotta come up with a plan cisco yelling at chester telling him if he's gonna be part of team flash he needs to stop beating him at Fortnite. caitlin comes in and she's like cisco i gotta show you something he's like what is it a headache because you know no it's not a headache it's an actual person frost and i laughed at frost's excitement i really did she's like guess what i'm out i'm not stuck in caitlin anymore i don't know where this is going but my new theory is caitlin gonna die and frost is gonna be here forever as most of the fandom mutually could do without caitlin but rather fond of frost so instead of pulling double duty just pull one duty or caitlin goes off somewhere or whatever the case may be i i think that's maybe where they're going i do know that these next this next big chunk is more of a frost centered so that's where i was going with maybe they're gonna try to flip flop her but the way she was excited at the end i don't think that's uh that's where they're going i think they're gonna stick with frost and i hope that they do because despite some of the people that still can't actually say frost instead of killer frost 
I know that pet peeve it will never go away um I, I I'm not really interested in going back and forth down uh a is Frost gonna be a villain arc it's so played out by this point and I think with the possibilities of the future and Barry being obsessed with that and getting much more other threats and we have a monster I like that we have a monster and it's not a another human it creates a different dynamic but I I enjoy where we're going with the season I like the changes that they've made thus far and I am hyped to see what else they have for us Sasha did send a tweet in our little group chat saying that the big creature in the show is most likely powerhouse from the strength force this is the first form she takes before she trains to learn to deal with her powers better i knew she would have the answer so if you were guessing there you go i think that's the perfect segue to open up the mailbag Christina is me shy I am back to talk about another episode of the flash this time episode four uh, before I talk about that I'm got to make a disclaimer that I am exhausted oh my gosh this week has been horrible and today in particular was so rough I mean I'm talking non-stop I didn't even have lunch that's how crazy it was and my schedule for tomorrow is looking just as crazy and I'm just I don't know I'm like this I'm supposed to be going on vacation the week after next and it can't come fast enough at this point because it's just so much going on that it's 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 just that's why when and it's been like that for I mean it's been like that for a while but it's since the pandemic but it was ebbing and flowing but in the last I would say two months it's been really really bad Uh, I've been exhausted I've been mentally exhausted my brain has been fried it's like I I can't it's hard for me to form thoughts sometimes and really um, put words together because at times when I'm that exhausted it's just so it's so oppressive the exhaustion i is i guess is the best way to put it that's why like i told y'all before you know westworld that's definitely a show i gotta watch on saturday because it requires all my brain powers and even then uh, i know i'll be missing stuff because i'm just i just my i know my brain be wanting to shut down and not think and not have to do too much um after going through a whole week you know 50 hours of non-stop um assessing and talking and evaluating and and it's like I just don't want to do it <laughs> when I'm off um because it just takes so much out of you um you know thinking on and at that level and having lives depend on you and having to make sure that what you're thinking and um see observing is 
bet yeah it's just a lot so i'm not gonna i mean it's just a lot that it and today it just hit me really hard um but as for the episode i really enjoyed this episode for the simple fact that we got to explore barry and iris's trauma in a realistic way in a way that's totally relatable um to a lot of people that experience trauma um we see her um going to that uh support group um just you know originally just to um interview survivors of the mirrorverse but then obviously um she she's dealing with her own trauma her own ptsd that she's trying to power through and um you know I'm fine her way through. I'm fine. I'm fine. And it's just not working. I mean, it, it's just it's just finally catching up to her. Um, we see that in the beginning. Barry is, you know, is filled with his own guilt for the trauma that his wife has been through. So he wants to make her happy and um, um, and just be there for her and, you know, the guilt that he feels about her being there and the time that she was there is weighing on him so he's just trying to just wheel her to being happy by taking her all over the world making her romantic dinners um yeah it's just non-stop like don't we don't have time to sit here and think about what we've been through let's go let's go let's go so you can see that in him like this I gotta um gotta make you happy I gotta make you happy I gotta make it up for it I gotta make up for it um and so and then of course we finally see him do that when he again is trying to sweep her off her feet and take her to Monaco and she's like wait a minute you know let's pause for a minute and he's getting anxious about it because you know he doesn't want the guilt of it all is again weighed on him so um so his solution is just to love her (laughs) love her love her love her out of it and that's not gonna be how it works this time and so I love that conversation in the loft where we finally get you know him breaking down a little bit and then the the scene in the speed lab with her um with her um with them talking and him finally letting her know about the guilt that's weighing on him on what happened the fact that she was in there along the fact that he let he this this not let this mirror version of iris manipulate him all this time and he didn't recognize it so um it was i'm glad they had those conversations i'm glad that iris went and went back to the support group and finally begin the process of healing um I think that it was important for her this first time around to be with be with others that experience the same thing she experienced and then the next step is to bring in Barry um we saw Allegra there to support her but I think it's easier for it was easier because she wasn't involved in that way um in that whole thing and Barry's got his own guilt and so she wants to navigate that part alone 
and then incorporate him when the time is right and that makes sense that happens a lot um sometimes you need to do deal with something individually first and then bring your partner in so um yeah i mean it's important especially when you want to have that space to really open up and talk and not feel the burden of burdening your partner with because he's there um you want to be able to freely express that grief that trauma um and like i said and barry's not in a space right now to where he would receive it the way it needs to be received without more weight of guilt you know coming down on him so yes i, I that's that's um that happens a lot it's pretty pretty normal um and then of course as when they're both ready they'll have that conversation um she iris knows barry like that so um i love i mean i actually enjoy abracadabra and his story um and this one and how it tied into west allen i enjoyed the oh yeah i enjoy give me more cisco and chester because after west allen that they've become my favorite duo uh, i thoroughly i think they have a great chemistry and they have great back and forth and they complement each other well and so i'm all for some more cisco and chester i don't know what their name could be uh i don't know but i i'm i'm very excited about that that dynamic um going forward um i enjoyed the what else I like how we got a lot more real world stuff going on with the flash having an interview with the um the whatever i don't remember her name the tv personality lady i thought that was great um i enjoyed that seeing that i'm very excited about this um these forces that we are going to get to see um we saw the strength force in this one and that's going to be interesting going forward uh that hulk person (laughs) how yeah that's gonna be um i'm excited about that i i I thought that was a surprise that um yeah i definitely didn't see that coming um yeah abracadabra was calling um cisco mega mega vibe mega vibe so not quite knowing what that's about Uh, (laughs) um But I'm beginning to think that the biggest problem that Cisco had with his powers were the visions. You know, because he talked about, I think if he was just had the vibrational blast, that he would have been fine. I think, but the vision part of his powers is what I think he had issues out of everything. Um, Yeah, he learned to live with them. But I think if he had a choice on uh, powers to get rid of, it, that would have been it and I think that was the main reason why he gave up his powers is because of that um he didn't enjoy that as much um that part of his that aspect of his powers as much um you know because he you know he did see a lot of things that he didn't want to see and didn't enjoy seeing a lot of you know horrible things and so that weighed on him so I can understand um you know him doing this version of vibe that 
just has the part that he really enjoyed versus the not so great part but I don't know I guess that's where they're going with it um to um, to explain why he's kind of sort of you know imitating his powers but not really um with this machine but yeah I enjoy the majority of this episode there's not too much of it that I didn't enjoy personally um yeah the the talk the talk down with abracadabra (laughs) was a bit lengthy but I enjoyed it I mean it was a two-part two-for-one special so to speak talking to abracadabra but at the same time it resonated with iris as well um it kind of you know doubled down on what she was telling him and and the fact that it um he took that and he used that to get through to abracadabra because of course they're the gold standard so she's just always a part of everything that he does of course she's the mother of the speed force and she motivates him and inspires him um with the things that she says that resonates with him so um i thought that was great a great tie-in so but yeah um i think i'll leave it at that like i said um i really enjoyed this episode it was very more character driven than anything else you know the action happened in the end and again we got to explore sit with the trauma and explore that a little bit without glossing it over or doing a time jump and say hey everybody's fine now so i i like that so excuse me um so yeah on that note i will call it so until next time much love peace and black girl magic queen of the couch shy that's queen shy with her thoughts on the episode so uh sounds like you're having a rough week and uh i mean i can't i only know so much about you know dealing with different types of scenarios and situations so i can only say that i hope it gets better um i know i was just listening to your misfits feedback as well and you're like i'm tired <laughs> you don't have to announce it i i i feel it i feel it we all kind of tired a little bit um and certainly uh exhausted with our our positions in different ways but that's that's kind of life ain't it it's like all the different stresses that come from different directions so it's kind of uh resonating with everyone about speaking and and having a moment about emotional trauma because at this point everyone has been through emotional if you went through 2020 you've been through an emotional trauma rather some people um realize that or not some people are arrogant and they respond to trauma by being stubborn and stupid and i have a whole fucking state right now talking about let's give up our mask y'all really really we're not gonna listen to health officials we're just gonna texas did it so why not we're the next republican that wants to get in line of course we are just just fucking stupid people gonna continue to do stupid things because they think if they wish it over it'll be over and and that's problematic but for the people who've lost people they're going through emotional trauma the people who maybe were 
extroverts and had to learn how to be introverts uh the people who are introverts and decided shit i really want to get the fuck out of this house and be an extrovert there's a lot of different things in the world um and that's not even counting the the weeks and the months since the pandemic and then there was about six months that we really weren't talking about the pandemic i mean it was in the background but there was also every time you turned on there was people getting shot black people getting shot other people getting shot it was just fucked up protests watching people in the street getting run down the one man who fucking got hit by the guy and i never heard about what happened to his story because they're never going to tell us what happened to his story but you know with the the one that hit the man and he hit his head and you pretty much heard him dying and that thing yeah all of this is emotional trauma on the brain so i think facing it head on and really finding the optimism the beauty as as iris said really felt right and how it was you have to find that within as well as you got to search for it out there in the world it's not going to be rainbows and sunshine that's not the life experience uh being very (laughs) morbid i guess in a way i remember talking to my one friend and we always used to say like what what is this thing about we need to be happy this is it's a completely man-made concept yes we should of course (laughs) we're breathing we're living but this idea of happiness it's such a it's such an ideal that sometimes you know being happy what does that mean and it means something different to different people but it all ties back into that emotional trauma i will say i slightly i hear your perspective with barry and iris but it sounded just like a black woman perspective to be frankly honest and i'm the exact same way and that's why i really wanted a different response to this because this is not uh, you know two people who are dating two people who haven't known each other for their entire life Uh, And I get that sometimes you need space to deal with your own stuff in a relationship. However, you just had a whole thing where your husband is dealing with something and you're helping him and you don't allow him to help you the exact same way. That's kind of not fair. I mean, you're making decisions for him versus letting him know I'm dealing with something and not being like oh you're doing your trauma i don't want to put my problems on top of your problems that to me is not giving space or dealing with it in your own way that's the continuous concept of the black woman that just she should lean at this point you should lean he's telling someone else in these streets about confronting your trauma you've told him at this point i think he at least deserves to know that you're going to a support group maybe if he didn't want to you didn't want him to come to that first one fine but i think he should know i think he should be made aware um i think that is yes a, a way in which things can be done and there's that way but i think it needs to be better and i think black women in particular have a hard time dealing with this myself uh included it's like that vulnerability is not an instinctual thing we're like oh we'll figure it out ourselves and then but why do we feel we have to be there we need to get to the root cause problem of that um i will say i am exhaustingly tired of any ship friendship whatever i am tired of the ship names i was just in another show and someone was putting i was like do we even need to do this we don't do we i mean it feels so 1999 at this point i'm fine with west allen i'm fine with the other ship name but i have not 
actually shipped to people on new shows and made a ship name i just i'm finding it more and more distasteful <laughs> like oh i couldn't maybe it was because it was such an atrocious ship name i was like if we've come to this i don't think i want it anymore <laughs> but that's just my own personal take um great great observation about vibe and his visions something i've not heard uh about that being the problematic thing of why he decided to give up his powers it's always a lot of convoluted around that we know it's more behind the scenes but i think even when it happened i was rather supportive of the idea that he gave up his powers because a i didn't think the team needed to be over and like everyone doesn't need to be a, a metahuman as stated like vibe can do what he's doing with tech that's why they call it a mecha vibe by the way uh so knowing that yeah it it, it just didn't need to be a thing <laughs> he is able to be the the tech guy that he wants but if barry needs some extra help in the field he can jump out because apparently frost can't do it as easily because she still has a criminal record so i'm guessing she's going to be recognized as a hero as well because technically she's still seen as a criminal so there we go with that um so yeah i think that's a good take on him i just didn't like how it looked last episode and how it was so randomly introduced if maybe they had given me something beforehand i wouldn't have had such a knee-jerk ill response i still don't like how it was utilized in that scene i don't really like i was not a fan of how that was shot but that's you know neither here nor there's personal personal preference and I agree the the talk was rather lengthy but i thought it was actually a really weighty scene and that's why they gave the length to it because it was finally not oh i'm gonna say two words to you and now you've completely decided to go back on your plan like he had to fight to get through to him it wasn't just i'm showing up and i'm giving you a little bit of why this isn't right like they are really allowed for the actors to emotionally as males too because we don't get males being broken down by something and we you know abracadabra even when he was in the the <laughs> in the memory you can see he's got a rather stiff persona to him he's he's a scientist and this is it, it really affected him even differently and i think because they're scientists and it, it kind of goes back to barry they, it's not kind of i'm thinking about season one he was like uh i'm trying to figure out that kind of berry how love and you compute it when he was ocd brain berry i kind of miss that berry but yeah i thought it was was necessary and i and i really like the take on it that it was extra long because i do it was long but it it didn't feel like wasted time it didn't feel like it was like okay fast forward what this is the, i thought they really had some good words back and forth particularly when barry stepped into you know would you really want this to be done in your family's name like you're using them to kill millions of people and there's children around here and what is that going to accomplish like if anything you're shaming their memory and while you know it's not fair that some people lived and some people died i was willing to die he didn't even say it but we all know barry was willing to die for him in crisis and abra knows enough about the type of hero that barry is that he probably would have sacrificed himself in crisis but you know oliver had to go out 
and take all the glory as he usually does and um yeah i'm rather sad that it it ended in the in the manner in which it did but i think it ended perfectly in the manner in which it did once again i'm sorry that your week is tough your two months have been tough but all i got for you is hugs and some annie it's the hard knock life for us it's the hard knock life for us unfortunately our beloved queen is not feeling well so we wish her all the best with her headache because i know how those feel and they suck so get well soon we'll hear her thoughts on this episode next week if you want to join in the conversation blackgirlcouch at gmail.com or you can leave a comment below on this podcast my social media will be there as well remember to like share subscribe if you have time run over to itunes rate the podcast leave a review until next time peace hair grease black on magic <laughs>